You're listening to the Holistic Spaces podcast with Angie Cho. Episode number 16, Feng Shui and the Metal Element. Welcome to the Holistic Spaces podcast, where we hope to inspire, educate, and empower you to create your own holistic spaces that nurture and resonate with you. Angie Cho and Laura Morris are the founders of the Mindful Design Feng Shui School. Together, they have over three decades of experience designing harmonious living spaces. Laura and Angie have guided thousands of people to shift their energy and revitalize their lives. Mindful Design School offers feng shui courses and certifications. Check us out at mindfuldesignschool.com. If you've been listening to us for a while or you're a newbie, welcome. And we hope you enjoy this earlier episode. In today's episode, we're on the second of the five elements of Chinese philosophy. And in each of the following three episodes, we'll review another of the five elements. So, so far we did earth, which was last episode. This episode, we're going to go over metal and the next three will be water, wood, and then fire. So let's get on to how to feng shui using the metal element. So I'm really excited to talk about the metal element because I'm a super metal person. So I know a lot about this element. But before we actually dive into metal, I'm going to tell you a little bit more about five element theory. So the five elements, again, are earth, water, fire, wood, and metal. And we can use this theory to, um, to uh, we can apply this to our spaces to create harmony and balance because you don't want one to totally overpower the others in a detrimental way. So sometimes there might be an instance where you do need a lot more fire because you're not as passionate about things or you or you maybe need more metal because you need a little bit more um, efficiency and more focus in your life. Overall, though, you don't want to have one overpowering the others in a detrimental way. So the elements affect each other and an element can be depleted or it can be produced by another element. And I'll get and I'll explain this a little bit more. So it's a little bit advanced, but the five elements can be used in a creation or an overcoming sequence to produce or reduce an imbalance of a particular element. So for instance, I'm producing these five episodes in the production or the creation sequence. So I started with earth and earth creates metal and metal creates water and water creates wood and wood creates fire. So it's actually a subtle way to add a little bit more to your feng shui applications. So um, so I'm using the creation sequence and it's a way to add more power to what you do. Also, for instance, if you need more fire, you can add more wood, which produces more fire because you need wood to feed the fires. And so that's a creation sequence. Alternatively, if you have too much fire, you might add water, which reduces the flames of the fire, which is the overpowering or the overcoming sequence. And neither of them are negative or positive. They're just, they just are. So I'll just tell you a little bit about each one and which uh, each element and which element produces or overcomes. So for instance, earth, which was last week or last episode, earth produces metal and it controls water. So if you have too little earth, 
you can add more earth or you can add some fire because fire creates ashes and that becomes earth. And if you have too much earth, you can add metal, which um, depletes earth, or you can add wood, which slows it down. Next on the list is water. So water produces wood. Wood controls fire. So water produces wood because if you have a plant, for instance, which is wood, if you water it, that feeds it. So water feeds wood. And water controls fire because it puts out a fire, right? So if you have too little water, you would add water, more water, or you can add metal because metal metal produces water. Or if you have too much water, you can add wood or earth because wood will deplete the water and earth will also slow it down. Next on the list is fire. So fire produces earth. As I said before, fire creates ashes and that creates earth. And then fire controls metal because it can also melt metal. So if you have too little fire, you can add more fire or you could add wood, which feeds the flames of a fire. If you have too much fire, you could add earth, which depletes it, or water, which puts it out. The next is wood. So wood produces fire that we talked about. So wood feeds fire and wood controls earth because you think about the roots of a tree it pushes through even the hardest of earth and even like at my parents house they used to have this tree where the roots of the tree were pushing through the concrete so it really does control the earth so if you have too little wood you can add more wood or you can add water which cultivates the wood Or if you have too much wood, you can add fire, which burns the wood, or metal, which chops the wood. Finally, the last one is metal, which is the element that we're talking about in this episode. So metal produces water because the idea is that um, metal condenses and then you have condensation, like like say on a glass. And also um, metal controls wood. So metal can chop wood, right? An axe can chop wood. So if you have too little metal, which we'll talk about in a little bit, you can add more metal or you can add earth, which produces metal. Or you can, if you have too much metal, you can add water, which which uh, depletes metal. Or you can add fire, which melts metal. So I know it's, it's kind of a lot. It's a little advanced, but I wanted to share it so you can see that the philosophy of the five elements does go really deeper and you can take it on a much deeper level. So um, that's something you do with a practitioner or if you study it more, you could even study it through Chinese medicine and other disciplines. So we'll talk a little bit more about metal, of course, in this episode. So you can see, you'll find out, for instance, if you want to add more metal, you can maybe add some more earth and you can listen to last week's episode and find ways to add earth, which creates more metal. So moving on to the aspects of metal. The element of metal is related to actual metal. So metallic colors are pretty metal. For instance, like gold, which is a warmer metal, right? And then silver is a cooler metal. And white and gray are also very metal colors. And the feng shui bagua map areas that relate to metal are benefactors and completions. So benefactors is the lower right area, the lower right square. If you go on my website at holisticspaces.com slash podcast, you'll see a picture of the bagua map. So the benefactors area, again, is the gray, the light gray area. 
and that's related to yang metal which is like an axe which is really strong metal and then another area that relates to the metal element in the feng shui bagua map is completion which is just above the benefactor's area and that's white and that's yin metal like shiny jewelry and it's related to completing things and and very much like about being efficient and benefactors relates to heaven so metal has the qualities of righteousness it's um, got this quality of contraction like being very inward and it also relates to joy the metal element creates water like the drops of water condense on a metal pipe and metal overcomes wood such as when an axe chops down a tree Everyone wonders why I wear an agate ring all the time on my right hand, on my middle finger. And it's actually a metal cure. It's a non-metal ring, which is made out of agate. I saw these on my website. And metal, it's a metal cure because I am a li- I can be a little bit crazy metal. So <laughs> I, can be, I have a lot of metal in my personality. So um, it helps to balance my metal element that can become out of balance at times it can be very out of balance for instance in the fall which is also related to the metal element and um, next episode I'll talk more about how each season relates to the metal element or sorry each season relates to each element so metal is related to the mouth so you may have too much metal if you're too rigid and you talk excessively without thinking So for this imbalance, you can add more water, which depletes metal, or you can use this non-metal ring, the agate ring, to help kind of balance that out. So when you talk too much without thinking. Now, on the other hand, you can have too little metal if you're unable to speak up for yourself, which um, happens a lot too. And, and it's funny for me, I do both. Sometimes I talk too much and sometimes I don't talk enough. So I definitely have a metal imbalance where sometimes I have too much metal and not enough metal. So if you don't have enough metal, this non-metal ring actually still, um, adjusts the, it adjusts for lack of metal and too much metal. But, um, when, if you don't have enough metal, you can add more metal. Like you can, um, maybe paint your office or your bedroom white or have more um, circular shapes around you to kind of produce more of that metal. Or you can even wear more white. There's also an association with beauty and the metal element. Many architects like myself and interior designers are um, metal people because metal governs order and beauty. And just think about when you see a beautiful gold leaf or a silver the sparkly, the sparkliness, the shininess, there's a lot of inherent polished beauty to metals. And that's another aspect of the metal element. So when metal is balanced in terms of your speaking and your mouth, you speak and you stand up for yourself and, and for what's right appropriately. And you can be much more confident, more, more assertive. I also talked about how metal is also very contracting and inward. It's also related to the lungs and the season of winter or sorry the season of autumn and the evening so like in the autumn things are dying and the trees are shedding its leaves so it's kind of that contracting the plants are going inward the um, animals are starting to move inward and moving into hibernation mode so that's really that feeling of metal metal is also related to 
efficiency and organization. And some people may need more metal if they have to, they tend to have trouble being focused, staying on target. They're not very rigid about things that they need to be rigid about in life. So that may be a time when you need more metal. On the other hand, some people that are very militant and very, um, maybe OCD can be, can maybe have too much metal. Someone that's really just very strict and not flexible at all. That's, that's too much metal. So metal is also associated with circular shapes and like I said, the physical element of metal. So metal objects, because metal objects have that cold, contracting, rigid, um, those qualities are the qualities of metal, metal physically. And metal, again, can assist in efficiency, but since it's related to the benefactor area, the Bagua map, which is relates to helpful people, it could help attract helpful people to you. So you should definitely check out the blog on my website, holisticspaces.com slash blog, where I have a new blog post up called My Favorite Things, where I list five ways to add metal to your home or to your physical spaces. And I talk about um, different five different ways that you could do that, one of which is a, a metal or a metal colored paint, which could be actually a metallic paint. I actually really love one called um, Champagne Dreams, but also just a simple white, for instance, Simply White, which is one of my favorite whites, can be a great way to add more metal into your space. Um, you can also add metal objects. You can find metal deities. Like I have a metal Ganesha that helps to balance the metal element for me because it reminds me that I need to get out of my own way sometimes. And um, there's also metal pinwheels that I talk about on that blog post. So be sure to check it out. And remember, I'm doing an, a My Favorite Things blog, blog post to align with each one of these episodes where I go over the five elements so that you can see physical ways that you can bring in that particular, more of that element into the space. And if you listen carefully to the beginning of this podcast, if you listened carefully to that, maybe if you have too much and you want to deplete one, you'll um, be able to do that. So like, for instance, if you have too much metal sometimes, then you want to perhaps add more wood, which we'll talk about later, or you want to add more uh, water, which depletes metal, which we'll talk about in the next episode. I also wanted to tell you some of the most basic ways to bring in metal is to add wind chimes or other natural metal objects. And that also brings sound, metallic sounds, and that just works on a lot of levels. So hopefully this episode you learned a little bit more about the metal element and ways to bring metal into your space. And you figured out if you have too much metal or too little metal. Thank you so much for listening to this earlier episode of the Holistic Spaces podcast. Now you can tune in every Monday for a new podcast episode. If you like our podcast and this episode, please share the podcast with others. Subscribe and even better, leave a review. If you'd like to explore the world of holistic spaces and feng shui on an even deeper level, please visit our website, online store, and blog for more information about feng shui and holistic living. 
you can visit holisticspaces.com. Support the podcast by checking out our certification and mini courses at mindfuldesignschool.com. Thank you so much for listening. See you next week.